Time for Alamogordo Town News on KALH. I'm Anthony Lucero. When it comes to news on 95.1 FM, weather always comes first. Heavy snow will track across the upper to middle Mississippi Valley and upper Great Lakes as pockets of rain and freezing rain fall over parts of the northeast. On the warmer side, there is a marginal risk of excessive rainfall, severe thunderstorms along with strong winds over parts of the eastern Gulf Coast, also in the southeast and the Ohio Valley. Some snow is going to be falling over parts of the Rockies and Plains, but closer to home, sunshine and temperatures just under 50 today. We'll have another look at the weather following this news. Yesterday was a county commission meeting, and we're going to do things out of order because I really want you to hear this. Citizen Gwenna Reese always has something to say. Yesterday, it was about the video that you and I discussed regarding Superintendent Dr. Ken Moore. Uh, evidently, one of the uh, persons that runs the school is the, um, his last name is Moore. And he was up talking about how racist uh, Alamogorda is. He's, he works in this little town called Alamogorda and uh, it's in this uh, county called Oterra County. And they are just so racist down there. I have, they asked him how long he had been here. He said, I've been here four years. Well, I've been here 30 some years and I'm gonna tell you that I have not seen anything like this. And that was the most disturbing thing that I have had in a long time. Well, let's do a quick history lesson. If you were to go back to 1898, you'd see that there was once two cities, Alamogordo and Chihuahua. Alamogordo was for the whites. In 1912, the area was incorporated by the state with both towns joining and became known solely as Alamogordo. Alamogordo Public Schools was segregated until Hispanics began integrating in 1946. The schools began to welcome African-American kids in 1949. That's when the late great Bobby Joe Fritz was allowed to play football. The graduating class of 1950 was the first fully desegregated graduating class. It's horrible that that time existed. It's wonderful that it ended. Today, there are no hate crimes. There is no segregation. And for the life of me, I have no clue what Dr. Moore sees. Maybe someone out there can help point it out to me. My direct phone, 575-415-4671. Anyway, let's talk about some booze now. My name is <laughs> Peter Kaufman, and um, I came up with an idea of building a distillery um, probably seven years ago, and I've been working on this business plan for about that long, and um, found a, a nice piece of land in a great state. And he will be making? The product I'm gonna make is uh, is called Sotal, and it's uh, made from the Sotal plant that grows wild in the area here, and that's part of the reason I chose this region. Sotal is a species of flowering plant in the asparagus family and resembles a yucca. He's also gonna be making some agave products. There are even two buildings already constructed on the proposed property on Bookout Road. One building for the distillery, the other for tasting and the like. Anyway, the motion passed 3-0. to zero. You can watch the county commission meeting in its entirety on the Otero County YouTube channel.
It's Friday. That means it's time to check out Cat Chat from Kitty City. Hi, this is Kathy Denton from Kitty City NM, and welcome to this week's edition of Cat Chat. This week, Kitty City is featuring a beautiful, short hair, light gray female tabby. Her name is Ilani, and she is almost two and a half years old. Ilani came to Kitty City frightened and pregnant. She had her beautiful babies at Kitty City and raised them to 10 weeks old. All of her kittens adopted. Then in February 2022, Ilani got spayed, her rabies shot, vaccinated, and her microchip. Ilani is friendly with the other cats and loves to play. Although she is timid and shy, Ilani is friendly and responsive when she gets visitors and when someone shows her attention. Ilani enjoys when humans come to say hi. Her eyes brighten when we see her and she begins to love her pet. Ilani does not seem to be very playful right now, but that will change in a home where she is with her family daily and playing one-on-one with her toys and her humans. Ilani's personality is waiting to shine. She is a good girl, gentle and quiet. A recent visitor to Kitty City saw Ilani and thought she was the most beautiful cat at Kitty City. If this lady had not already had her two-cat limit, Ilani would have been adopted right then. To this day, this would-be adopter always asks about Ilani. Please come meet Ilani, the most beautiful cat at Kitty City at 56 Stanley Ranch Road and see for yourself this gorgeous tabby. And take a few minutes to see all of the other kitties and kittens at Kitty City. Or you can come visit our website at www.kittycitynm.com and look over the photos and biographies of all the cats and kittens at Kitty City. Tomorrow, Saturday, February 11, stop by the White Sands Mall to find your forever valentine at the Kitty City Adoption Event. We are at the White Sands Mall from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Come find a kitty to love forever tomorrow, February 11, and the next two Saturdays, February 18 and 25, at the White Sands Mall. This has been this week's edition of Cat Chat. I'm Kathy Denton, and we will talk to you next week from Kitty City NM. (coughs) Kitty City and you. No one loves them better. News from around the state in 60 seconds. You're listening to Alamogordo Town News on KALH. I'm Anthony Lucero. AlamogordoTownNews.com is a locally owned website featuring local news matters from a local perspective that affects you, and we bring it to you directly. Plus, local sports, cultural arts, and events. Online, AlamogordoTownNews.com. Owned and operated by Second Life Media. We are Otero Coffee. Alamar Restaurant, 205 Central Avenue in Tularosa. You know, if you're there for coffee at breakfast, you may be back for lunch or dinner. Mexican and American foods, breakfast foods, chicken fried steak, and burgers, including green chili cheeseburgers and those taco salads. Alamar Restaurant, 585-2129 for carryouts. Directory Plus is the right size book. It's the book if you need a phone book. That's what just one person has to say about Directory Plus. With its red cover, features, colorful yellow pages, and lots more, it's no wonder people all over use Directory Plus. It has so much more information. You can cross-check phone numbers or addresses or pretty much anything. Look on the plus side. Directory Plus. I'm a big fan of Directory Plus. A proposal that would make it harder for thieves to sell catalytic converters is moving forward in the roundhouse. It comes amid a nationwide wave of crooks targeting the anti-pollution devices which contain very valuable metals. 
Senator Mimi Stewart explains the problem. They go to uh, parking lots. They go to used dealers and independent dealers, and they go to uh, uh, APD's car lot, and they go to APS's car lot. They jump over the fence. 20 minutes later, they've got 20 catalytic converters, and they get away with it. Following the crime, the thieves net themselves a few hundred dollars. The vehicle owner may be on the hook for between two and six grand. Sometimes the vehicle is even total. Senate Bill 133 would require scrap metal dealers to collect detailed information from anyone trying to sell a standalone catalytic converter. The requested information would include a seller's ID, address, phone number, license plate of the car they arrived in, and proof of ownership. The dealer would also have to keep the transaction record for at least three years. This proposal has already passed two committees and now heads to the Senate floor. Have you ever heard of Blackdom, New Mexico? Probably not, since most people have not. And today it's considered a ghost town. Looking it up on Google Earth reveals nothing more than just a lot of featureless, empty desert. Oh, there's a couple of concrete slabs. There's also an old well and a trough, but really nothing else. The town was about 20 miles south of Roswell as a freedom colony founded by African-American settlers back in 1901. It was once home to 300 people, but by the mid-1920s, it was fully abandoned. A lack of water and other problems led to the downfall. The story of this ghost town is quite fascinating to me. Frank Boyer, a freed slave, left the South in search of a site to create a black community. Boyer's great-great-grandson, Mitch Boyer, spoke with KOAT. He always had this vision uh, of moving back to the Pecos River, which that's where Blackman was located at. And, 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 and settling there. So they call him the Black Moses because he was advertising the whole concept of the prom- a new promised land. Boyer led a group west to New Mexico and set up the township. Thanks to the Homestead Acts, the land was free, providing that the homesteader lived there for a minimum of a year and worked to improve the land. Blackdom had a church that did double duty as a schoolhouse, along with a general store and a post office. The community was doing well despite the harsh winds that gusted across the desert plains. The town also hosted the annual Juneteenth festivities, where the folks invited white ranchers living nearby to join the celebration, which included food and a baseball game. Blackdom was officially incorporated in 1921, but reality, by that time, the town was already dying. The site is on private land, but there is a historical marker on 285. I think it's neat that people persevered to build a town, and had it not been for the water problems, that town could have been existing even today. Sports and weather are coming up next. This is Alabogordo Town News on KALH. I'm Anthony Lucero. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in New Mexico is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, they just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the New Mexico Activities Association and the New Mexico Athletic Directors Association. 27 games scheduled for girls basketball today. Feature games include number one Hobbs at number 12 Clovis, number 22 El Dorado at number two Farmington, Roswell heads to number four, Carlsbad. Other games of interest include Mountain Air at Carrizozo, the Institute at Redoso, Cobre at Hot Springs, Santa Teresa at Silver, Deming at Chaparral.
There are 32 games for New Mexico varsity basketball today. Feature games include number 5 Cleveland at number 3 Atrisco Heritage Academy, number 4 Las Lunas heads to Capital, and number 6 Albuquerque Academy at number 22 Del Norte. Other games of interest include Mountaineer at Carrizozo, Redoso at the Institute, Hot Springs at Cobre, Chaparral at Deming, and Cloudcroft comes to Tularosa. Go Wildcats! Your KLA spot on weather forecast for the Tularosa Basin today calls for sunny skies, mostly clear tonight, mostly sunny and warmer tomorrow. Your high today in the basin, 48, low tonight of 25, high tomorrow, 58 degrees. In Cloudcroft, sunny skies today, mostly clear tonight, mostly sunny tomorrow with winds gusting as high as 18 miles per hour. Your high today in Cloudcroft, 32, wind chill is going to make it feel like negative 7, low tonight of 16. Wind chill will make it feel like it's 8 degrees. High tomorrow, 44. Wind chill is going to make it feel like it's 11. Don't forget about your pets, pipes, and plants. And also remember that local breaking news can be found on our website, alamogordotownnews.com. And you can also learn more about KALH Radio by visiting our new website, kalhradio.org. That concludes today's edition of Alamogordo Town News on KALH. I'm Anthony Lucero.